0: Welcome to First Day
1: Copites, a podcast for Delaware's Liverpool supporters and their friends.
0: September 25th, it's the latest episode of First Day Cop in our fifth season. Welcome, dear listener. I'm Paul, and today I'm joined by Daz, thanks to uh, various holidays and things. And uh, maybe Sean sure will show up at some point, but uh, hey, we're not holding our breath. We There's a lot to get through today, actually. We're here to talk about the West Ham game. We'll definitely mention Leicester in the Carabao Cup. Uh, and look ahead to Spurs Away uh, thank, thanks again for joining us um, so we'll do part one and part one we'll focus on the West Ham game actually let's start with um, they look as good as they've looked in years I, I think and I think we still managed to beat them comfortably um, XG XG I mean, this, there's quite a range I saw here, but generally Liverpool were three plus and West Ham were anywhere between one, just over one to 1.5, um, which fits entirely with uh, uh, our predictions, I think, from from last time. I think I had us finally not conceding a goal. Oh, well. Uh, were you, you you were 2-1, were you, Daz? Was that where you were? I think I said 3-1. Uh, okay. Again, need to rewind and. Uh,
1: okay. <laughs> I'm let's taking it. I don't care what I said. I'm taking it. <laughs> if you don't know what it is, it was definitely 3 uh, 1.
0: But I can go back and listen. That's the thing. So, yeah, so I think that West Ham, not a bad team. Overall, pretty good performance. Uh, let's break it down. Uh, we didn't seem to start particularly great again. Uh, they had, also made a fantastic save. Um, there was an Antonio header, which apparently the wind completely messed him up on. Um, but according to Neil Aiketan, also messed up the defender, who I think was Gomez, in front of him. Um, so, what, what, what would you take? Let's, let's start with the first half, because I think the second half is an entirely different story. Um, do you think 1-1 at the end was, was fair? Um, do you think they actually could have had a couple of goals and we were fortunate to get one?
1: I think that... Had they scored, who was that, Suchek? Uh, Suchek, yeah. It's, they've got the first one. Which, and that's, That save is incredible. Like the, the the wrist and hand strength that he has to be able to get down that low and then flick it around the post is incredible. I would have turned to Ash right there and then. Uh, but if that goes in, I think we kick into a different gear. That seems to, that, that, that seems to be – so it's – the context of it is like, yes, they, if they had to go on one up, I think we we probably – We'd, uh, more than likely would have still been 1-1 at halftime, but the complexion of the, the first half would have been completely different. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's it's equal parts frustrating, but understandable. Like this team is, it's still learning. It's like it's, we, we don't quite have our, our secret handshake, a midfield secret handshake down just yet. And you have to appreciate that it's 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 kind of a new look back line again. I know that they've played together before, but it's not it's not the first choice. No, um, and it's been
0: it's been a while since that particular lineup played, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, so you'd expect them you'd expect them to do a job. I thought Joel Matip took that shit personally because Antonio, I don't think touched. Like I, I read his stats, and they were ridiculously low. Five passes. I think he lost all six of his aerial jewels. Like, I don't think that's ever happened in his career. Maybe when he was a peewee, but that's. I really think that Joel Matip saw what he said in the in the press, and he's like, "Well, fuck you, have this," and he gave every last bit of it to him. And and in the second half, it well just to to focus on him, like particular in the second half, it didn't matter where he went looking for change, he got none. Yeah. Um, So and then he limped off about halfway through the second half, two thirds way through the second half. So I was. Long may that continue, douchebag. Um,
0: I think I the my performance, um, I, I, well, the coverage of this game is weird. Uh, I mean, generally, and I, I think we, we were talking this before we started recording. It, it's another game that wasn't on TV in the UK. And I think, therefore, the, a lot of the coverage that we've seen has been based on the highlights. So they've sort of seen that West Ham had a few chances. And, uh, you know, there's been Liverpool kind of got away with it sort of story. Um, which I think in the in the round there wasn't, um, but I think what what they might have missed were performances like Matt Epps. Um Thought he was really good. So no one missed too. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And I think once we figured them out, really it was Jared Bowen or no one for them. Mm-hmm. In terms of uh, like that, I, I I've heard Van Dyke get a bit of criticism, and I'll let you go on this for the Bowen goal. But again, the wind's swirling around. And like he heads the ball about six inches off the ground, which is, is let's say it's unconventional. Uh, it, it can't have been what Van Dijk was expecting.
1: Well, uh, I'm, I'm I'm guilty of, of, of sometimes leveling undue criticism at players just in the heat of the moment. Like, oh, you could have done better, but you are allowed to, 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 to applaud a decent goal from it, from, from an opposing player too. And that it's, he took it well not only to get down but he managed to guide it like anywhere but there Ali gets a hand to it
0: or he misses right because he the yeah. yeah
1: yeah so it's I I can see where people have an, an issue with Verge maybe looking like he was a little bit lazy but he was he was goal side as you should be as a defender um and I think what he was planning on doing is if he, if Bowen does does go down, does does try to put a leg to it. There's a good chance that you'll probably get across in in that situation. But he's, so he was a step, it was a step off of him. He wasn't completely goal side, but he has to change direction because of the wind. So I, I have some sympathy for him. Like it's, it's like asking a battleship to turn on a, on a, on a dime. And he's a big, he's a big guy. And he doesn't go to ground like again. Like it's like it or dislike it, he doesn't go to ground all that often. When he does, it's really, really lost ditch, or he's trying to make a point. So yeah. it's I, I. don't think that I. I don't think that you uh, can. Eh, maybe a little bit of criticism, but I, I don't think you can level lobby too much against him for the, the way that goal went in. And, and hats off to Jared Bowen. Like he took it really, really well.
0: Yeah, so so I, I did talk to somebody apart from the people we've heard talk about this, uh, who was at the game, and they said that the wind was really, mm. uh, really swirling around, uh, especially in the first half.
1: Which you can think, see Mo's hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, yeah. that's my indication. Like, oh shit, it's windy as hell. Look at Mo's hair. Yeah.
0: So, which which actually, rather than say, oh, they could have been sharper over these moments, just actually says what how incredible they are at some of the other things they did, even with the wind. Um, so let's talk about some of the incredible things. I uh, definitely want to segment here on Salah. Sean shared with us some dick from uh, West Ham claiming that the Salah foul wasn't a penalty, which, you know, I, I mean, it's like, the whole thing is just barely hidden racism uh, claiming that Salah uh, dives. I had a small a Twitter conversation, an ex-conversation with our friend Andrew Beasley about this, because I was like, three fouls in the first half? That, that hasn't happened since 2017-18, has it? Well... Um, Andrew tells me that it has. Uh, apparently he had six fouls in the 7-nil against United. Um, I guess that's where Bruno Fernandez was trying to hack everybody down and Martinez was trying to do the same. Um but he's only, apart from that, there've only been five other times where he's had four fouls. So let's let's just look at this. That's six games in five years where he's had more than three fouls in a Premier League game. Um, like we know how much this guy is on the ball we know how much he's really fouled that's isn't that an astonishing statistic yeah let's think in six games in five years where he's had more than three fouls and obviously he had three fouls uh, on uh, on sunday which was a pleasant surprise
1: well it's i, I in in if you're going to be in fairness i think the guy was shocked that that, that the guy that kevin actually gave us a penalty at anfield it's uh, like that's, that's shocking in and of itself. Like, how, how often, how many times has Mo given, been given a penalty at Anfield in his what six years with us?
0: Yeah, I think Everything
1: someone says, died down.
0: Didn't someone say it was his first penalty in three years? That maybe I've misheard that, but uh, but I think Kavanaugh, you know, so I don't know if Paul Tompkins' research on this topic has got somewhere, but uh, I thought Kavanaugh was actually pretty even handed. Uh, I think you could have been a little
1: bit handy with the cards. It got to the point where guys were that there, some of them were, be, were getting a little bit dangerous and somewhat egregious. And I, mean, that, Suchet that Suchet could been, I could have gone some. both ways, but
0: yeah, I did think Suchek got away with a bunch of stuff. Uh, he caught a few people late. Um, yeah, just a bit more on the Mosala theme uh, in the week. He uh, he tied, uh, I think some people will know this, Thierry Henry's record for goals in European competition. Um, so I'm really looking forward to him scoring against Union Sanjilwa when he comes over the last 10 minutes uh, to be able to say, only Mo Salah has more yeah, goals than Thierry
1: Henry. Well, isn't it, I just looked at the agenda. Isn't there only? Isn't there another only Mo Salah?
0: Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Go, go ahead.
1: No, that's all
0: you, man. You did the hard work. I'm not, I'm not jumping in. <laughs> well, so uh, this is Paul Joyce, actually. So this is just, I've just cut and pasted this. Um, but uh, Darwin Nunez is currently at a goal every 141 minutes for us, which hardly seems, you know, the kind of failure that, that a lot of the, the hype was was chatting about last year. Um, but but the stat is, only Mo Salah a goal every 134 minutes. So, yeah, so he's uh, obviously playing... Uh, quite well um, as is Darwin Nunez. Uh although I do feel I do feel like oh, I, I've listened to a lot of content in preparation for this and it feels like the content dwells on Liverpool's inadequacies players inadequacies so they talk about Darwin's misses um, much more than they talk about well I, I guess I, I shouldn't say much more than Gabriel Jesus because there was a lot of focus on his badness yesterday but the, the guy misses all the time you know? <laughs> you know he scores some great goals but he's not you know he's not prolific in a way I think Darwin unions could well be um, before we're done here.
1: He's an absolute XG wrecker. there was that one that they passed across like what was about 10 or 11 yards out and he's and he wellyed it past the post. Like you just said, he could have placed it in one of the corners, and I don't think Ariola had a shot in hell of getting a hand to it. And he just smashed it, smashed it outside the left, the right-hand post. And then he's like, "Oh, I'll, I'll just right, just put one over the top." That did some sort of inhuman display of, of skill, and I'll, I'll I'll put that one in.
0: The one he missed was not actually that far away. On the reverse, oh, wow. they showed it. I mean, yeah, it, it was. might even graze the post. Um, I think, given you know, he's a very instinctive finisher. It's like. Okay, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll take some of those. Uh, I, the one thing I was going to tweet, actually, in response to some of these people analyzing his performance, like, well, bad miss, did get a goal, was did these people ever watch Ian Rush? Like, he was not perfect. <laughs> He'd get a ton of chances a game. And some so, you know, there were games where he scored five goals, but there were games where he had five chances to score five goals, and he didn't. Um, he still scored you know, whatever it was. What was 342 goals. What, what, what's he something? Games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, no, uh, I,
1: I think what you were talking earlier about the way that we're represented in the media and it's, I, you've got, you've got to have, you've got to have agendas, you have to have narratives and ours is jammy win, not what we were flying at, like flying under the radar.
0: Yeah.
1: It's all of these things is like, no one's, no one really wants to give Liverpool any flowers. And if it is, it's it's always a backhanded compliment. Like you don't sweat much for a fat girl. We get that quite a lot in our in in our uh, in our commentaries around us as well. It's like a that backhanded compliment where you'll 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 damn with with faint praise essentially. And it's it's I, I I just laugh now. I'm like okay, keep going. Like just we're we're sitting on four five wins in a and a draw, sitting in second place. Yeah, so. That's one that, hell of a large radar we must be flying under.
0: I did see that only it was eighth of the last mm-hmm. thirty champions had a, had as good a start as we've had this season, uh, uh, and, and it's clearly not being talked about in those terms. But I, I do think something I, I, I did read and see a few things today, which are just that the tide was was turning a little bit. Um, kind of Jonathan Wilson, who I absolutely love, who writes for the Guardian. Mm-hmm. Um, was was talking about. Um, you know, in an ordinary season, um, you know, with, with people who aren't uh, uh, kind of fueled by uh, you know, kind of uh, um, maybe maybe help that wasn't altogether illegal, um, then you know, Liverpool will probably be champions this year based on what they've shown so far, um, which was like, wow, OK. Um, but that's not what I'm hearing from the mainstream, although even on the NBC coverage, the two Robbies apparently also um, suggested that Liverpool were going to be the real challenges is kind of what they feel right now, based on what they've seen.
1: It's, it'll come down to consistency. What I'm most excited about is, I don't think there's a big enough block of wood around, but I'm going to knock on my head and it's, we seem to be being free. It's, we've done, we we seem to be spoiled for choice, um, which is, which is a novelty, at least at least in terms of the last three seasons. I feel like we've always had someone missing or someone not a hundred percent, yeah. Or a couple of people. Whereas now mm-hmm. we, we seem to. And look, I think it's plain to see that we're, we're not quite the finished product yet. But you can see those those green shoots. You can see now that there's 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 relationships starting to starting to develop and bear fruit. Um. And woe betide those that that come up against us when when we finally start to click and 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 the gears we start to work through the gears like we did in 1920. I I promised myself at the beginning of this season I was just going to enjoy it regardless. And they've made it a lot easier, I'll put it that way. But I would have I'm 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 enjoying watching them again. It's like it's instilled some some joy and and after a fairly joyless first half of the season last year.
0: I do think um, there, were, there were some moments, um, there have been moments already this season, and I think between 50 and 70 against West Ham uh, was the kind of key period where they start to turn the screw. Mm. And we you said this before, like you, you start to get less of the ball as the opposition. You still have to get even less of the ball and they won't even let you have the ball by the time they're kind of finished. And, um yeah. Uh, and it, it could easily, I think, uh, I think the XG sort of suggests this, it could easily have been kind of uh three, three one before uh, uh, long before we ended up scoring the uh, the, the third goal.
1: Um there was one where Soboslay was pressing like a madman in the eighty eighth minute and he took the he took the ball off. If he had it looked up, Jota would just had just got in ahead of his defender. And yeah. then putting it outside, so I think it was Gravenberg who took the that was I, think, I forget it was who took the tight angle shot. But if he had to put it to to Jota, Jota could have knocked it in with his hat.
0: Yeah, in fact, for all at West Ham talked in the post match about like, oh, you know, we kind of were in it, and you know, I, I think they'd have they'd have happily called time with five minutes to go to avoid mm-hmm. avoid that uh, onslaught um, from you know the the kind of second wave. Um, there's one thing I want to talk about I, I know you want to talk about before we finish on West Ham um, which again to, to, to your point uh, it was it was really really enjoyable to hang out with 50 odd friends uh, uh, kind of watching how, how good some of that stuff was um, although I have to say the, uh, the, the the Peacock stream is just annoyingly inconsistent but that's a that's a side message um, yeah McAllister Played a bunch of games now in the number six. Uh, I think you were questioning: is this still an experiment, or is this um, how how we're going to go forward? Uh, I, I had some thoughts, but w- w- what are yours? Well, it's
1: uh, he's not a six. Um, I think if it's two next to each other, uh, I think if he had played next when we played that four four two, was that against like late on in the. the it was, Wolves. it was the second half of the um, Wolves game. Wolves game, yeah. I think if you see him in a position next to either Sabosla or Curtis Jones, I think that's probably where you'll see you'll get the, the best out of him. If he's making that, and he can make those third run, those third man runs. He's he's not like, <laughs> okay, case in point, there was that tackle that he put in on Jared Bowen in the first half where he essentially hooks his leg around him. And I think he gets his heel on the ball right before he takes him down. It was like it was very, very close to being. It's a, it's a very low percentage tackle. So it's I don't think that like the 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 it's not this sort of he's up. He's plenty physical. He's very scrappy. He's a he gets about and throws and puts himself about. But he's not. I don't think he's as an accomplished tackler as you'd expect to see in a in a six who. Who knows when to take the, the the risks and when when not to? Uh, don't get me wrong. I, it sounds like I don't love McAllister. I love I love Alexis McAllister. Um, I'm just uh, my my question is is that is this something that we're going to see him in, in the six and in, in games where Klopp expects us to, to to maintain the majority of possession? Because for all this for for all the stuff that I'm lobbying at him, there's also Jordan Henderson is not floating balls over the top like that in the, in the 60th minute. I don't yep. think for Fabinho, Fab, Fabino did it, but he usually ended up overcooking a lot of those 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 floated balls. It's so I, I think if we do have a lot of possession and he gets the type of time later on in games, we you saw him get against against Wolves. I think that'll bear more fruit for us than than worrying about him in a, in a traditional six role. Yeah. But I'm wondering how, I'm wondering what happens in a game against Manchester City. Does he play that six? Does Klopp change the system to accommodate him? Like I, am just i will be interested to see how it moves forward because Klopp likes consistency. So my 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 feeling is he won't until he has to.
0: Yeah. A few thoughts. Um, I mean, he he obviously had a bit of a disaster at Wolves playing in the six, right? For for you know reasons we understand about him traveling back from a high altitude. Um, I, I do wonder whether he, he was. You know, he had had in mind. He didn't want like take him out having had that bad game that he mm-hmm. wanted to give him. So so short term, there's a benefit here in the you know he's able to play this game. You know he, he played almost all of it, um, and you know it clearly looked a lot better than the Wolves game, even in the even with some of the, the things in the first half that looked a bit um, kind of questionable. I think the other thing is um, I think we just don't know about Endo, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I don't. I think so, whereas fly and McAllister had a pre-season with us, Endo did not. So, I'm kind of wondering whether a lot of this depends also on kind of a few midweek games happening, which Endo was involved in. Uh, and then, third thing I'd say is, I think playing City is whole different. You know, I think you pick a team to play City rather than you know who's who's our six for most of the season. I think mm-hmm. the answer might be, I think the answer might be we're going to go with a four-four-two um, against them, um, and we're going to kind of took the, took the wide players in and, uh, you know, I don't know mid middle two could be so and Jones. There could be so and McAllister. So, um, we'll, we we'll, we'll get, get to that, but I don't, I don't think him playing McAllister in a six against West Ham tell, tells us anything about who's going to play the six against Tottenham. Mm. Um, but you no, know, we'll talk, we'll talk about the Tottenham game and what kind of formation, uh, but he's, he's clearly got ability. He'd be clearly great if he can play further forward, which I think he will in a lot of games against poorer teams. Like um, I'm sure, you know, at this point, for playing Sheffield United, he's probably sitting on the arc of the uh, the, the penalty area, right? Mm. <laughs> as, as a six, mm. given given how I think they could so easily be pressed.
1: Well, it's it's incredible, and then they did point this out on the rep about how. How far up the pitch our centre our centre backs were, yeah, and how much we squeezed them. And it's good. I think under Jurgen Klopp, that's generally when we've ex- experienced our most success is when we've had the capacity to be able to make that, make it give them no space. And if they you can challenge them and put it over the top to try and beat Virgil Van Dijk and or uh, Ibrahimovic uh, uh, in a foot race. So yeah. it, I don't know, it's. I'm excited, I'm excited about it. I, I know this is like it's a very minor concern. It's no, even if it's a concern, it's more of a question than a concern. But I, I, I think that the to your point, um, I think there's like there's people that no new sense of nuance or context. And we often talk about this. Is like it's it's really not fair to start lumbering endo this early on. Like yeah. I think he's a tidy player. Um, yeah. I think that once he gets that, once he gets up to the speed of the speed of the game and gets to know his teammates a little bit better, you'll probably see him like the, doing the thankless do, do, donkey work that that you expect from a six and do it well. And that's 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 my sense. So I'll I'm gonna I'm gonna hang fire on on, yeah. on lumbering him just now.
0: Good news is, um, so far we, we've you know, kind of piecing together our sixes or so who, whoever they've been. Um, overall there's been some really high points um get here had a lot of comments about the uh, defensive fragility but apparently only city have conceded uh, less goals than we have so far um, recognize that's not doesn't mean we're perfect but it also says that maybe there's more of a robustness about the way the team set up in um, in key situations i.e after they've conceded a goal um, than, uh, than than you might think.
1: Okay. Well, it's like, everything's. When it comes to us, everything is 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 colored a by who we are and b about who's above us in the league. Like it's there's this quest for zero defect, and it's any time that there is some sort of imperfection, it's picked apart to, to absolute death. Yeah. Uh, like that's something they need to be worried about. Mate, yeah. we've given up four goals or five yeah. goals. Like, like settle settle down.
0: What is funny about 2019-20 is, I, I went back to look at the results. And why I did this was, uh, someone's saying, oh, uh, City are, I think, two games away from equaling Chelsea's record of nine wins to start the season. Turns out we won eight uh, and then drew at Old Trafford in the nineteen twenty season. But I also was looking at the results. We won a lot of games by one goal. And it, and it wasn't always clean sheets. Um so I, I think there's also a, a rose tinted aspect to this, which is oh we you no, know, we never conceded anything back then. Like,
1: uh, we didn't, we we won a lot of lot of games, ne- very narrow margins. I want to say, was it the 1920 season when there was that we're playing against Villa, a very dogged performance by Villa, and, yeah. and Sadio Mani sacrificed his face like flicking that ball into the into the back corner. Yeah. Uh, I want to say it was against Villa. Was against Villa, what, we scored two goals in like the last yeah. five minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, back then I think what was it, we had that sense that 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 sense of inevitability that we were going to wear teams down and and they crack. Yeah, and we lost that, and it seems to be creeping back into our game. Like, oh no, we've gone one 0 down. Oh, what are we going to do? Oh, we're just going to go and score three. Yeah, well, I'll just I'll just finish
0: off actually with with one thing I heard from uh, Neil Atkinson today. Um, he said that. Uh, our XG, after we've conceded goals this season, is like 0.3 or something. Um, it's really small, whereas the XG, uh, before we concede, is, is one point something. Um, hmm. So um, we've been giving up chances, but once typically we've conceded a goal, then and, and, and some of these numbers are skewed as well by playing almost you know, a full 90 minutes without two players with, with 10 men. Um, both the teams we played against had you know, good XG numbers against us as a consequence. So um, yeah, so uh, maybe we're not quite as frail as, as the well, we'll see. We'll, see. We'll, talk, we'll, we'll we'll go in this next part talk about kind of mid, our midweek games. And kind of how rotated we're going to be with the squad, and then we'll finish part three and do a uh, not not too deep a dive on on Spurs, but certainly look at what we how we think Liverpool are going to set up and how we think that game might turn out. Hey, welcome back to part two of First Day Cop Bites. Uh we're gonna talk about midweeks. Uh last week uh we were at Lask. Um and this week we're home to Leicester. Uh, and if you say those two things quickly, they might sound like they're the same thing, but um both obviously very different. Uh the 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 last performance um I think, understandably, he was disjointed. Um, I think on the agenda, I've said, we'll say a word about it. So, you know, maybe, maybe just a few thoughts, uh, Daz. That's
1: the word, disjointed. Let's move on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, 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 but it was astonishing once he brought, like, the cavalry on. Well, actually, one thing. So, uh, Ryan Gravenberge looked, uh, I don't know, uh, what's the word for that? Um, like someone you wanted, to, it's not one word, it's someone you would like to see again and have high hopes for.
1: So you're not swiping right? <laughs> no, so the kids uh,
0: right, no. I, 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 just, I just thought he looked, looked like a footballer who, like, so you, you, you said, um, you thought McAllister wasn't great on the half turn. Ryan Gravenberch is incredible on the half turn.
1: I'm just excited to see him get his, get his like his sea legs under him because he didn't play a tremendous amount of football last year.
0: No, no. So we went off with cramp a thing in the end against. Mm. Last, so which is understandable.
1: That's the, the, the goal that he set up was incredible. That was an unbelievable ball,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, looking forward to seeing more of him. Apparently, that's the most difficult game in the group because they're the second seed and we played them away. So, um, plenty of opportunity for rotation. Uh, just a I, I don't know if we're going to record again before this, but uh, I'm going to be at the Union Saint Gilbert match. So, looking forward to seeing Kevin McAllister. Um, of Home Alone fame. Uh, you, you know the story, right? Oh. oh. So Alexis McAllister's brother is called Kevin. The plays for Union Saint-Gilois. Oh, that's right. Uh. And apparently did not learn until he was, I don't know, in the last year or something, that he was actually named after the Home Alone character, Kevin McAllister.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Poor <Bucca. laughs>
0: Yeah, so anyway... Kevin McAllister, Union saint Um, Let's talk a bit about Leicester. I uh, haven't seen a great deal of them myself, but they are top of the championship. They've got a new, um, uh, I guess sexy is the right word, a coach, uh, someone certainly who people uh, have talked about. I, I, again, don't know much about him. Um,
1: he's a acolyte, actually.
0: Uh, oh, right, right. Yes, he is. Yep, yep. Uh so, so therefore, automatically, he's going to be you know kind of super hip um, as far as the uh, hipsters are concerned. Mm. Uh, I feel like this could be a tough one with a rotated squad. It's two forty-five uh, on Wednesday. We're recording this on Monday. Um, thoughts? About, I mean, I, I don't know if you've seen Leicester at all. I mean, and if you haven't, let's let's just go to what what are your thoughts about our lineup, and then uh, what you kind of hope the score might be what you expect the score to be
1: well uh, f- from what I've what I was listening to as well is uh, apparently he's a big proponent of of heavy rotation like to the tune of five to seven players at, at almost every match and they've I believe that they've, they've they've got the most points of any team in the first eight games of the championship oh. uh, so, so I think the it might have just been in general of a team coming down from from the Premier League. Uh, it's, it'll be a tough game um, in terms of lineups. I wouldn't surprise me if the midfield doesn't look exactly the same as it did against LASK. Yeah. Um, at the back, I think that there's it'll, it'll it'll all depend on whether or not Trent is back because there's a lot to consider. Like Joe Gomez. Well, how many games have you have played at that point? Five?
0: But but one, only one a week. I think that's significant,
1: right? Well, this will have been two in, what, four days? If he played, uh, yeah. So I, I think,
0: um, I know there's a lot of criticism for playing Bacitic against Lask, but I think they must have known Trent wasn't available against yeah. West Ham, and so therefore Gomez was never playing that game. Um, and I think the same might apply Gomez will, might play this game, but only if they're sure that Trent is available.
1: Uh, I'd would probably wouldn't play Gomez. Well, if, if I would, I'd, I'd give him like the last thirty. If just get, because if Trent if, if if Trent is in with a sniff, I, to throw him in cold after what five weeks off yeah. against Spurs, it's I think you're inviting a little bit of, of peril there. Um, if he can get if he's ready to go and he can get 30 to 60 minutes in his legs against against Leicester, I think that that will that that'll be great for us. I think Simicus makes another another comeback. I, I wouldn't surprise me if that if this isn't the EFL team barring injury or, or midfield slash left back in in the Carabao Cup and and opening opening rounds of of the Europa League. Um, it's it's actually nice that he, he can that you can do this because I like, think about it, you, you, that's a string of games where almost the same squad is playing every week to 10 days. So where if you didn't have any type of chemistry before, you can start to develop that. And in, 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 in that fairly short period of time, we're actually playing in matches and figuring it out. So, um, center defense, central defense, I think Do you, do you give Konate one half, um, and then Jarell Kwanzaa, the other half, or you, you leave Kwanzaa in for both for the full game, and then and then switch the other center backs. So forty five for Matib, forty five for, for Ibrahim Konate or Virgil, whatever whatever it may be. It's like it's nice to be able to have that kind of those kind of options.
0: Yeah. So so my take is Kwanzaa plays the whole get whole game. Yeah. actually, uh, and and to your point about rotation, you know, if if Trent is not available for this game or for Spurs, then I think you want to find a way to give 45, no more than 45 to Gomez uh, and maybe no more than 45 to Matip. Mm -hmm. I guess he he could play Kwanzaa, Van Dijk and Canate and then play Kwanzaa, Gomez and Matip, uh, 45 each, if he's really pushed. I don't know he's too keen on playing Matip that much. Uh, you know that's a lot of game time. Even though, as we said, he was great on Sunday.
1: Yeah, he was, he, he strolled through a lot of that game. Yeah. Uh, it, oh, it, it, what's really what's really heartening is we have. I don't think. No, I don't think. No matter who he puts up for as front three, are like you'll get a song out of all three of them. My yeah. sense it'll be Gakpo, probably Jota, and why not continue with Ben Dog? Um, yeah. Just get, like why not.
0: So, what it says, if Salah doesn't care about, because uh, he, apparently he doesn't care that much about Europa League to be happy coming on for 10 minutes at the end of the game, I'm not sure he cares that much about the third round of the Carabao Cup.
1: No. And I, I, it's, it's interesting because like he's he's a warrior and he's also driven by personal accolades. I, I, if I was pushed, I would say that he's definitely all about winning not just trophies, but like only, the only Mo Salah award. Yeah. Don't, and don't get- don't get
0: me wrong. It's the final in March. He cares.
1: About yes. That. Yes. Yeah. But I, I th- what I was going to say was, I think at, at this point in his career, he's like, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll take it. I'll take the extra rest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause he's, he's he, he is as, as, as fit as he is, as still as, as incredible as he still is. Like the, the, those little injuries, those little niggles, they start to, they, they start to add up and they, and they take longer to, to recover from So it's mm-hmm. he's going to start like in terms of management. I, I think that he'll take those. He'll take that extra half off.
0: Yeah, and we're thinking Kelleher. By the way, that's the other thing. Yes, can, yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, so, what, what are your thoughts about predictions? Uh, how about I go first on this one because I have a strong feeling this is going to go to penalties because mm. a lot of these third rounds in recent years have gone to penalties. And Kelleher's pretty good at penalties,
1: taking them too.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'll tell you what, Jota's celebration of his winner against against Leicester is still one of my favorite, my favorite celebrations. Just the pure emotion and the massive amount of fuck you energy that he had out. <laughs> in fact, I think she thinks what he said in English to the, to the to the to the to their to their supporters.
0: Well, I, I think unfortunately that is one of the downsides about playing Leicester. Their supporters are a bunch of knobs. They live in one of the poorest cities in in England, and apparently um they're happy to call people from another city. Um, bin dippers,
1: sing sign on, yeah,
0: absolute fuckers, yeah, um, ugh, yeah, hope we batter them. <laughs> Forget the penalties.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can I take that back? Six 0 yeah. n-. No, it'll be, I think it'll be a tough fixture, um, yeah. primarily because it won't be our first choice. Like eleven, and I think that he's this this new kid. I don't even know what his name is. Seems to be getting a tune out of them. So and. It's always nice to go to to Anfield and, and and stick it to stick it to Liverpool. So,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I have mixed feelings because because in the end, the, the, why this is helpful would have been helpful in a Champions League season. Is oh, this is definitely a game to play. Kind of you know, people who aren't getting games. Mm-hmm. We've got far more Europa League games to to do that. And you know, thanks to last week's results, we actually probably only need to win the next two to be uh, guaranteed of first place because um, the other two teams drew and uh assume there's a lot of that going to be going on. Uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, but then it's Leicester. <laughs> okay. Maybe Trent comes on for the last 10 minutes to score a screamer to win the game. Okay. To God's ears. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it would be nice for him to be best. So let's... Uh, let part two there. We'll be back to talk about the 5.30 kickoff on Saturday, 12.30 East Coast against Tottenham Hotspur, who are everybody's darlings, it would appear, in the media right now. Mm-hmm. Hey, welcome on, back best. to part three of First Cup Heights. We are going to just talk about... Exclusively, actually, about the Spurs game, which is a few days away now. We're Monday. It's on Saturday. It's a 5.30 kickoff in London, uh, 12.30 here on the East Coast. Um, looking forward for some big crowds to come out to the pubs uh, around here to watch this one. Um, so so I, I think there's definitely a thing about our, our Spurs being... Currently, the team, um, the, the the media, probably mostly the London-based media, wants to talk about the most. Uh, perhaps the, the, the one of the narratives is some surprise they've started so well with a Harry Kane, um, which we can touch on. Um, certainly, brought in a couple of new, uh, new players in uh, Madison, uh, Brennan Johnson, um, who have, have looked. Madison uh, particularly has looked good, he's created a lot of, of opportunities um, Song has looked back to the player he was and they've also, again, uh, the tune Ange Postacoglu's getting the tune uh, to Basuma now and uh, what's the, saw oh, uh, young, young, mid, young midfielder um, uh, I I'll say one more thing and then I'll, I'll, I'll go to you. Uh, I did find it very funny that, uh, there were a lot of, uh, in, in the loving articles, podcasts last week, there was a lot of conversation about, uh, Romero, um, the Argentinian center back, um, who they talked about how Anger turned him around. You know, he he'd stopped getting booked for things. He had, um, he, he'd, uh, was less hasty at rushing into challenges. You know, it was just overall having much more influence in the game. So I think his record on on Sunday was he got a yellow card, he gave away, he, he had an own goal, and he gave away a penalty. Yeah. So, so I, I I don't know if some of the people are writing a, a bit too hastily about uh, this team, but um, what what what's your take on them, and what what's the sort of fear factor from your perspective?
1: Uh, I think that the I think the appointment of Ange was was I'm not sure if it was informed or miraculous or you can add I think that there was any port in a storm. Like I think like he's done he's done really well where he's where he's been. I think that his his superpower is I think it's 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 his attitude. Like, look at the ball bags that they've had at, at managing that club recently. And he must be an absolute breath of fresh air. He's come and he's told them, like, look, lads. And I think this, the type of stuff that he's telling, that he's saying to the media about, yeah, let people get hyped up. I think he's probably telling his players the same thing. He's like, look, you guys are good players. You know how to play this game. I think that you've, you're have you probably playing tight because everyone's already going to spurs it up again. Or it's just such a spursy performance. And he's just like, fuck all that just go out there and enjoy yourself. And he's, and he's, I think he's imbued some of these guys that were probably on the fringes thinking that they were never going to be able to resurrect their careers or they were never going to get the best football out of the, out of the squad. And lo and behold, like he's, he's told them like, no, you, you deserve to be here. Like you were brought here for a reason. And like there was, they, they came, they, what they won in the, the 245th minute against Sheffield United, I think is what it was. Yeah. Um, They've they, they've handled Burnley, which I think that they caught Burnley at a, at a weaker moment. But still, putting five past them is is no mean like it's 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 no mean feat. So, um, I think that they still have the capacity for some boneheadedness, and so that hasn't necessarily changed about Spurs. But I think that they're way more of a of a an exciting prospect with the ball going forward. And I, I look, I've last year I probably would have been having kittens about playing them, but I'm I, I think that this will be a good match. I think that we it, it won't be short, it won't be short of, of, of action. Let's put it that way. And I think that that's because both managers that's by design. Um, I think Klopp will try to control, uh, and will probably try to try to try to hit us on the break because that's where most people seem to have gotten most of their joy. So and Kurosevsky is a is a Kulosevsky, yeah yeah Kulosevsky, he's he's a wonderful player as well he's dangerous he's had the man in the match award twice this year in what six games um so he's he's a, he's a good player I think that's one to watch for um so you will be up against uh, Andy right Robo
0: yeah so, so so few few things um and a Jumping on Kulishevsky, because Enrique is convinced that Kulishevsky is slow as anything and um, won't be ultimately the best player for this system, which which is about pace. Um, so, so this, I think it's something to look out for, right? Because it's clearly very tricky. But um, if he lacks pace, I don't know how much of a threat he can be against us.
1: Well, son, I think son is son seems to be a man reborn as well, and. Yes. He 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 does like to score against us.
0: He's a lovely footballer as well. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I know that Klopp's a big fan of his. He's always got a big hug for him after matches. Yeah. Remember that after the like, after we beat them, like he gave he went over and gave him a giant hug. And yep. I think he, he singled him out specifically for that. Yeah. Uh, I think Klopp's a big a, a big fan, and for good reason. He's, I think he's a fantastic player.
0: Does it surprise you that they've started so well? Well, so two things. One is, I think it really helps having a manager who doesn't think it's beneath him to be your, your coach, which I think has been the case with Conte and Mourinho. Like, you know, I'm too good for these this team. Um, it really helps have someone who, who's like, I actually want to be your coach. Does it surprise you that, that um, they've started so well without Kane?
1: I think that's probably why they have. Sometimes having a talismanic uh, front man can be, can, can be an, an anchor. I think that they're playing way more freely because the expectation is that, it, that not everything has to go through Kane.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I was trying to find, I have the same feeling exactly. I was like, I'm sure there's loads of examples out there of where somebody who's really bigger than the club left and the team was better afterwards because not everything was being influenced by them. And maybe it's Ronaldo, maybe that's the example. You know when uh, I don't know Juventus did any better when Ronaldo left, but Real Madrid certainly did. Um, and so did Manchester United, oh uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, better, <laughs> but, but not necessarily great. Yeah. Well,
1: when you're at a two, a four looks great.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. So um, no, I'm, in, I'm entirely on that page. Actually, I think the, uh, the some so much of the play seems to need to go through him. Uh, and especially with the, the way they were coached, it just made the football seem very, um, uh, very, very inspiring, actually. Yeah.
1: Well, it's probably a, a confluence of, of a lot of different factors, but Kane going and Ange coming in are probably the two, uh, that's the, the overlap that you needed. someone that's, he doesn't look like he takes himself too seriously, like to your point, like a Mourinho or a, a Conte, whereas the fuck are you guys? Look at look at my list of accomplishments. You guys, <laughs> yeah. you guys can't win shit. You got the only thing you're raising in your cabinet, in your trophy cabinets is dust. You don't deserve me. Yeah, exactly. And I yeah. what does that say to the players? They, they just seem a lot freer. Yeah. Let's, put it, let's put it that way. They've they've scored bagfuls of goals. But then again, like they tied with Fulham, they tied with Brentford, who's who are aren't necessarily in a purple. But it was early in the seasons, but so it's the capacity to, to, to be able to get at them is there. It's yeah. just how well you do at keeping them out. I think is
0: yeah. Um, I, I, you, I put this in the agenda, but the way I see it is this will be a test for us. Yes, but I think it'll be a bigger test for them, given on given who they played. Um, uh, yeah, uh, and clearly they're capable of scoring goals. They've got some players that I think we admire in uh, particularly in song. Um, um <laughs> a bit I'm not sure about Madison maybe it's just cuz he's English but uh, he, he certainly uh, helped them look better this season from midfield than uh, than some of the previous incarnations um they are they've, they've lost Perisage for the season mm-hmm. uh, i saw and i didn't realize the better cause injury was an in acl as well so he's not back for quite a while so so this is the this is the team um i think that they 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 kind of yeah they're going to go with um
1: they also have a whole week off they remember they went out to uh they went out to fulham and on penalties.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which which means it's even more important, right? That we uh we rotate. rotate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's uh the Wednesday again, the Wednesday to Saturday has given us less than seventy-two hours, although it is a later kickoff, which I'm sure Klopp is 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 a big fan of. Um so he's got almost seventy two hours between games. What what's your thoughts about team selection for this one? I know we talked about the Leicester game, um, trying to figure out the right formation, uh, basically. So we've got the right formation for this game. Do um, you think he'll, he'll he'll revert back to Konate and uh, Van Dijk?
1: Yes. Okay. That's why I think that's why I'm, that's why I believe that that Konate will, will get significant minutes on Wednesday. Yeah, just yeah. to get him back up to speed. Um, yeah, so it'll be Ali Robo. Uh, the boring injury, Ibu and uh, Virgil again, the right fullback position is that I think that's dependent on availability. Yeah, although I would say on current form, Joe Gomez probably does deserve the start. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's interesting what you said about Trent being out for a while and it will ease him back in. Uh, if Gomez is playing quite well and playing against a the team that clearly. You know, it, it's it'd be really nice to be defensively strong against. Uh, I, I pace is pace make-up pace is good too. Yeah, I could be won over by that argument actually. And then, uh, then Trent comes back uh, and has game time against uh, Uni and Sanjil. before the Brighton game,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, That's,
1: but, I, I think again, I think midfield will, will be same again. The midfield, I think, will will be the same midfield we just we just played against uh, West Ham with. Mm-hmm and then the front three will I'd, I'd i'd suggest it's probably going to be the same as well yeah yeah well i i think
0: uh, uh Nunez has a has potential to scare a lot of people but um you know even even the reform romero might be a bit troubled by uh, by him uh, it's a pity we haven't got Eric Guy to face so, you know, go, go
1: <laughs> I'm a big fan of his, big fan. Uh, Love his work. But,
0: but uh, yeah, I mean, he's still throwing on Hoiberg who we tried to get rid of, actually. It's interesting. He's come on it a few times uh, off the bench. Um, uh, he feels a very Mourinho player. It is. Yeah, yeah. You could right. see... You could toss your way through a match. It's, it's, I'm, I'm just complete tangent. I'm surprised at some point that for Roma, he hasn't tried to get McTominay and Hoiberg back together. Uh, so, but, uh Okay. All right. All right. Uh, and obviously, um, prediction. What's your, take?
1: What's your take? Who do you think? Who do you think he'll start? No, I think that I think uh, the uh, well,
0: I think the midfield and the uh, there's no reason to change midfield and front three from the West Ham game. Um, I think the interesting choices will be at the back. Um, I mean, it may be that he's uh, at this point more trusting of Matip than Canate, feeling like he's in a good moment. Um, and the manager uses words like "in a good moment." Um, so I would not be shocked to see Gomez Mati van Dijk Robertson um uh, you know, and, and obviously some of that will depend on kind of where he sees um where he sees Kanate and whether Trent is anywhere near this. So you know.
1: Um so. do wrong, Trent makes us I think Trent makes us better when we're going when we have the ball. Yeah. And and it, there's no there's no doubt about that. But if he's if if he's not a hundred percent, I don't think that I don't I'm not sure Spurs is the game to bring him back into. Oh, that's, I, I, I'm just saying if we if we have Gomez who's already who seems to be pretty much back up to as close to speed as, as he has been in the in the recent past, I think that don't 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 rush Trent back and and then bring in like right. give him the, the Union Central War game and uh and, and then the Brighton game.
0: And then I'll be able to see him. I just I kind of like the idea of that. Um, predictions then. We'll leave it, we'll leave it with predictions. Um, you've been two one sure. Two one. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm really not sure what to expect from them because I'm not sure whether some of the goals they've scored have been down to kind of naivety of the team they've played. Um, so two, two one sounds, you know, I, I, I could go with that. Um, I can also see Darwin Nunes having a, you know, a, a, a you know, a, a day to remember. So, um, uh, I, I'll. So let's go three one. Darwin Nunes to score. How many? Darwin Nunes to score. Um, yeah, we'll we'll go with one. We'll start with. One. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really well. uh, scores is first and then then it's on. Okay. So um John isn't gonna join us today. Apparently he had a disaster of a day, just sort of a text from him. Uh, oh, no. we uh, uh we, we hopefully will be back with a review of the Spurs game and potentially uh, the Leicester game as well. Uh thanks so much Daz for joining me. And thank you, dear listener, for spending your time with us. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share with a friend. Follow us at First Day Cop Fights on Twitter. We only tweet and retweet from sources we think are credible. Finally, music is courtesy of Hypnotic. They're a Welsh electro pop band, and you can find them at HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash hyperfollow.com forward slash hypnotic. Hypnotic is H-Y-P-E-N-O-T-I-C. Thanks so much to them.